0: My brother-in-law who took a big spill in Aspen on a, and ambulances, airlift, bad. Um, so when I saw it, I was like, oh, "Like I feel like this is common, like especially when you're ripping around. You, you can, um, I,
1: I've had people reaching out. You can imagine reaching out and now it's this thing. Oh man, I took one here. I took one there. I'm thinking, why am I doing why it? Why am I on a bike? <laughs> why don't I just play it safe? Go in my garage where I enjoy it anyway, right? Um but, but at the same time, then on the flip side, I'm thinking, you can't do that. I mean, like, I don't want to shy away from it because I actually do enjoy it. I like being out there in the sun, you know, and it was my mistake anyway. So it's like, I don't know. But we're old. You we don't, we don't, we don't jump back the way we, you know, our body's not doing jumping jacks here.
0: Yeah, and you can't, <laughs> I can't afford any downtime. So like, and I've been skiing since I'm three. And I go skiing right out west. I went with my friend, but like he's like let's let's get after it let's do some cat skiing helicopter. i'm like i i can do everything but i don't do everything because i just can't be down yeah right so,
1: folks we're talking about i people might know i got in a massive a pretty big bike accident the other day so we're talking about that but we are going to talk about this um what you, you said i wrote anything What is it called quiet quitting what is it
0: Quiet quitting. Quiet,
1: quiet quitting. It's this new thing, but but Carl says it's been going on for two years. I'm assuming it started, or at least people are are leveraging the sentiment off of when COVID began, and there was a lot more hybrid. Is that why somebody would say it's been going on for two years? Probably,
0: um, but I saw one of the guys from Barstool Sports. I follow those guys just for like humor, yeah. And he did he did this outrageous rant of like. All these millennials have to label things like so dumb. It's called calling it in. And he's like, people have been calling it in for a hundred years. And now you put a brand on it and now everyone knows about it and it's going to be parties over. And I was, I was dying because that's, that's essentially what it is, right? You just put in the bare minimum. You don't go above and beyond. You check out. And I think there's people that think like that's the right thing to do and that's it. And they don't get anything out of me extra than that. And it is the lamest thing on the planet to me to waste your time on this earth. Quiet quitting and calling it in—that's my take.
1: It's funny. It's interesting. I like these comments. So keep them coming. If you if you know what we're talking about or what we're about to dive into, or quiet quitting, I, I didn't. I actually didn't really know about it. I because I just actually thought it was exactly what was not described. It's just people who don't do work. I just thought they were they were just shitty employees. And, and I've been lucky. Um, and, and I know you have too. Like we've, we've always had really good teams and stuff like that. And I, I just think, uh, again, you're, you're sort of lucky there. It always it depends on what the, I don't want to use their word culture, but you know, what's the business look like, you know, are people into it, things like that. I mean, it's hard to start quitting or start moving away from the business and, and doing just bare minimum. If you enjoy what you're doing. Right. But, but let's not, let's not shy away from the fact that this has been going on forever it's just like you just said the barstool guys are saying oh now the millennials are starting to put it put a title do it oh now they're calling it out so quiet out <laughs> to going to quiet quit outdoor cycling oh you bet your you know so what we were talking about i might quite quit outdoor cycling for sure uh, uh but another day
0: yeah like um i will say that when we labor we don't do quiet firing someone wrote about quiet firing like we have Perform Yard and reviews. Oh. And we check all the boxes to make sure we don't get in trouble. And that's also as an owner within a growing business, you have to take so much time and be careful about everything. But like, I will say that when we labor over letting someone go, we labor, labor, labor. It's a whole big thing. And then we finally let the, like part ways. And then we like get in their email to like do like the email, like let go, you know, re- you know contact this person, like sort of the out of office and get everything they they were calling it in like the last couple of months almost always where we're like there were no calendar they didn't respond to emails like it's so scary and you don't know until you know um and it's like the worst because it's so disrespectful and painful for the business like my wife and my kids it's painful and it's such a waste of your time
1: what, what is quiet firing though give me the so it's the opposite so meaning like you know that you're going to be getting rid of somebody potentially so you're like you're you don't talk to them is that kind of what their reference would be
0: i guess i've actually never heard that term but like i i guess it's just the opposite like we've written someone off and like we're like not like we're we're putting the bare minimum and like we don't want them to succeed like we focus all day on people's ability my whole business is a meritocracy i'm only talking for mine it's a meritocracy i like to hire i like to train and i like to promote from within so i'm always just like thirsting for people to step up So I'm not into like, you know, I guess there's big organizations that I guess would quiet fire, right? Like they're like, Hey, Rick is never moving up. So let's just like, let Rick do his thing let him flounder over there. I guess that's what that is. But like, it's a waste of time for both parties. Life is too short. You got to move on. Yeah. And again, I guess that has
1: been going on for a long time too. And none of it, and nothing in business is new. It's just like they had said, there's now these titles that are getting associated with it. And the big piece, social media, you get a good title around something and social media bites on that one. It's exploding. So now this term of of quiet quitting has just been blown up. And, And you can imagine those that were quiet quitting, if that's what you're calling it, are just now they're looking over their shoulder a little bit. Now they are sending an extra email just to make sure that you know their, their manager knows that they're working, right? But again, I hope everybody could somehow appreciate the sentiment that there's been people checked out of jobs for a long, long time. There's, it might be you watching this right now. You're checked out, you could care less. About that job, other than the fact that you need it. Like, if people were really fair, like, come on, let's be real. Maybe it's like, I, can I just throw a number out and then you can tell me if I'm wrong? It could be like 20% of the workforce, especially if you're looking at service related and stuff like that. Let's all be totally fair to the conversation. 20% of the workforce doesn't even like what they do. So, aren't they kind of quiet quitting anyway? Like, they, they don't really care. They, they do bare minimum.
0: Mark, if you go on Google and you just put in quiet quitting, the first thing that comes up, it says, what is quiet quitting? And it says at least half of American workers say that they are quiet quitting, which means they perform only the tasks they're required to give up on going above and beyond. They just do the minimum. That's half. That's the first line of Google. So 20 percent is like not like it's crazy.
1: Yeah, uh, Melissa said about the leader when you're quite f- firing, I guess, is, you know, when the, the leader stops giving feedback. I, you know what, let me go into that one. Let's be fair to them. Um, maybe there's 20% of the workforce that leadership knows that they don't necessarily want on the team. Um, and is doing a neglect. I think somebody's is using like, your, they like to the neglect him. It g- actually goes to the, to the, I just had posted 10 minutes ago. I was just thinking about this, about salespeople. I, I'm sorry. Sometimes I go directly into one position. I like talking on sales. Like it, there's no better time than right now to tell your sales team, like how much you appreciate them. It could be an email. It's like one phone call to like the guy or gal, like, hey, Jessica, someone, you're doing a great job. I can't tell you how big that is. It is so impactful. People just totally forget about that. Management always forgets about things like that. So the flip side is when you never hear from management and you're always on pins and needles or whatever that may be, like where you know something is up, there's no feedback. There's no conversation. There's no engagement. Maybe that's true. Like they're just waiting for you to do something and they and they ask you. You know, I, I don't know. I've, um, I'm sure it's happened many, many times before.
0: I just, um, yeah, I just hate it. And when you wrote me like, what's the topic? And you threw this topic, the same visceral reaction I get of like anger around the quiet quitting and wasting time is this other side of like, all these businesses that deserve to win that are going out of business. Like it's a, it's a different energy, but I also feel like I, I hate when people lose that didn't deserve to lose. It was just and COVID was such a thing. Like I walk around my, my apartment and there's like all these like third generation frame stores like been around since like 1939 and like they're cleaning out and leaving. The bagel place downstairs in my building, Zucker's Bagels, which is like a name, like I went downstairs, they're cleaning, clearing out, they're throwing everything out in the garbage. It went out of business. And like, I don't know, Zuckers might be a chain and like they have money and those guys made money. But like the individual businesses that don't deserve to lose, that lose, they, it kills me.
1: Jewish bagels in New York. I'm sure there's plenty of them. Listen, Adam, you can get another Jewish bagel from the one down the street, okay? Doesn't need to be a chain like Noah's. Just go anyway. Um, yeah, no, I, the, uh, there's um, there's a lot of stuff like that even here. I was just talking, actually, I was talking to my mom, mom about a little small cafe here that the lady went out. Um, I actually even spoke to her when I knew she was going to go out. I just wanted to know what the what basically the financials of the business looked like. Were they making money? Because I knew somebody who could potentially take it on. The food, you know, where the food's like really good. Anyway, I'll talk. Food's really good. Like if, there should be no reason why it's going out other than the fact that they don't upkeep it. Like the, the the boards are still with with handwritten, you know, you know cursive, and like they could totally put some time into it. Anyway, more Jewish bagels by. Somebody named Zoe, Con- yeah, that would make sense. Uh, this is gonna turn into a, the synagogue show. We're gonna call it the synagogue show starting. Um, I, I like this topic though, because we the, 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 the big question will be, does, does this continue over the course of the next 12 months in the face of what we've been talking about also on other topics is that there's a lot of muck out there. If anything, you're seeing people get laid off. So I would think it's time for people to really drill down and focus and put in all the best effort. You know, there's a, there's something that needs to be said about separating the fact that you may not enjoy what you're doing. I I said the number, like it's 20% probably doesn't enjoy what they're doing. And so they probably are checked out, but you know what? That number may be much bigger. I'm sorry. I've been lucky because we kind of enjoy what we're doing and all that, but we know a lot of people who, like just who we know, like that we personally know. And that would say that they don't really enjoy what they're doing. Maybe the number is like 40%. So the difference is, do you check out, um, you know, do you check out like that? And do you do yourself wrong? My last comment, and you can, you can go off this one. Don't forget, it's also another topic we talked about, reputation. You start doing that quiet quitting or whatever the heck it's called, and you start checking out. And, and and mind B, you might have even had a really great relationship with the team and or management prior to that. That's the last thing they remember. I'm sorry. It's just fact. They might have remembered you as being great, you know, for that first, you know, 24 months. But the last two months, if you checked out, which basically is disrespect to the company and or management, it is the last thing that they remember. And it's just a small community. I don't care if we're talking about CPG tech or automotive or or finance or whatever it is. It's just like, uh, be careful of of how you're treating not just the workplace, but yourself, how you're treating yourself on your way out.
0: People are short-sighted. I think, I think it's really becoming a thing right now because there is also a push in culture around work-life balance, but like a false interpretation of what that means. And you, you should, you should enjoy life more and you should not grind and I'm a big buyer of, of softening all of those edges because I think we came up in a time when it was way too intense. But now there is like, uh, everyone has sort of sold themselves into like, I owe, I owe Adam Brown nothing. Like he has his company, he does well, it's a paycheck, I owe him nothing. And I'm like, but well, you, you should, what about yourself? Like, what do you owe yourself? Do you want to like call it in? And like w- the next 10 years, do you want to grow? I think a lot of people want to grow in title and income without putting in the work, and that just doesn't work no matter what time it is. It just does not work. You don't get successful unless you put in the effort. And the effort doesn't have to be until 11 at night, but it has to be hardcore during the working hours. And quiet quitters are just not doing that. And I think that they're being short-sighted. Like if I was their brother and we were having Thanksgiving dinner, they'd be like, I can't believe those workers are taking advantage of you. You should right. If they was talking about someone else with someone they care about, but when with the bosses is like they don't have that relationship so you know i think as a leader you try to be as good of a leader as you can fair and empathetic and honest and open and i think employees should do the same i just don't think people are meeting to have that conversation on that com- on that topic it's a problem uh,
1: this may be a, sort of a, a tentacle off of this
0: subject but it's a
1: bigger it's a bigger subject maybe one we talk on again next time which is do you think it's something bigger today I know people like to blame the generations and all that, which I think is kind of a cop-out. We are in a new generation. Everything is new. You know, a lot of people are, I don't even know what this, the vowels are these days. Sorry if it's not a vowels, you know, is it the Z's, the X's, the Y's, That they don't work hard. They don't, they don't even know, uh, they won't even uh, I don't really listen to all of that. Cause I, I mean, I don't, what's the point, right? Um, I, I've met a lot of really great people that are Z Z's, y's, X and you know, and O's, right? Um, but the cause is quite quick. Let's, then let's go bigger. If you were sitting around a table of a bunch of people that you know, more times than not, there is a lot of complaining. You know what I mean? Like they could even be working for Facebook. I mean remember, I'm over here in the valley near the valley, right? I know these comp plans. They're stupid. They're just, do you want to talk about getting paid to, I'm don't get mad at me, folks. If you're in tech and I'm not, just don't get mad at me. I'm about to say some stuff here, okay? Be ready. There's a lot of people that are overpaid, okay? They're overpaid and they, they underwork. I'm not setting a baseline. Don't get mad at me right now. I see a, somebody's sweat beads come down their face. By the way, look at my face beat up anyway. Um, Don't get mad at me. I'm saying some things. Maybe you've thought about it. I just know some comp plans out there and I know what they do and I know how much they do it. Can I just leave it like that? Like I know sort of what their schedule looks like. I will, as a caveat, to be fair to the subject, an overarching subject. They're great people and they're amazing at what they do and they're valuable, point blank, period. But is it this new generation, I said I won't say it, but new generation, not these specific, just the times we're in. When I say generation, I'm not talking about people. I'm talking about the times we're in that just talk shit about everything. It doesn't even matter if it's great. Like literally, so I'll go back to the original point. They might work at Facebook. Got an amazing comp package. They go in twice a week. They're always, <laughs> what seems like always on vacation, right? And they complain. They say their boss is sucks. My boss, like there's no like, there's no like detail to it. It's just like my boss sucks. You know, like, fl- Am I, am I going somewhere with this? Is it true? Is that out there? Is it just this, this this theme across the board? And that's why also in this new generation, again, generation being time, people then say, you should do your own thing. Being an entrepreneur is so cool today, right? Write a blog, like yeah, I'm gonna go off 10 things, but you know, okay. Uh, pretty good point. So I don't know, you can take whatever you want from that.
0: Yeah, I mean, a lot of people complain. That's a bigger topic. We could, we could hit that one next time. It um, doesn't serve anyone any good, but a lot of people do. I was thinking, as you were speaking, like my best friend works at Google since, since essentially like out of college. I think he's been there like 19 years. And other than him, I, I don't know if I know anybody that has done the same thing like, throughout. And so at some point, a lot of people were just like, unhappy with their jobs and like, moving around. And more often than not, I know people that have done like, a lot of things a lot of companies, a lot of things, a lot of complaints, a lot of whatever. And so just being more thoughtful about the interview process on both sides, not hoping that they like you and they hire you, but really making sure you know what they give. And, and then I know like everyone knows what each other is giving. Somebody wrote earlier a long thing about like training and motivation. It's on the employer. I agree with that. Like you give that. Um, and, and yes, what I am referring to, at least in my company is that people that don't own up to their end of the bargain, like the employer leads up their end of the bargain the employees do not. And I think that's a real, that's a real conflict. But look, a lot of people don't like to work hard. A lot of people just want, if you ask a lot of people, is it an analogy, Mark, this will be funny for you. Uh, somebody, I remember asking me a long time ago, like, would you rather be like really like jacked looking, but you could only bench like 50 pounds? Or would you rather be able to bench 280 pounds and not necessarily be so jack-looking? Which one would you answer?
1: Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's
0: that's right. So a lot of people would say, "I'll take if I could do no work and have the jack body, who wants to work out?" But I think the real people, like I want to work out, so I'm strong and I live longer and I take care of myself and I feel motivated and I feel the energy. That's the right answer. actually a good interview question i should ask that on interviews it's a great
1: one and it goes it actually morphs right into a bigger topic on just health in itself right which is it's why people can't get into the 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 weight loss you know long term because they only see the one pound per week so tough right when they can't get in their mind that you know of what the what what the true long-term benefit is of being healthy right which might take months, might take years, maybe take two years, but the the end result is so much more impactful. It's a lifetime. It's a lifetime of all these amazing things that you have, yet we were so short-sighted as people, right? And that actually, doing? and it go, totally connects to all this though. Maybe it again, I said generation because I keep saying generation as in this time, what we are living in now, it doesn't matter what age you're at, just what, what the times we're living in short-sighted. So people are thinking F this place. I'm just doing, I'm doing me as they say, right? I'm doing me. Okay. You're doing you, but I'm going to tell you something. It's very short-sighted, just like the weight loss journey that you're not thinking long-term that your boss, that you originally liked. Remember how you came in the door. You were so pumped. You called all your homies. You told them that you just got this new position. Your boss, Adam's really dope. She's nice and he always supports you. Yet somehow two years later on your way out, you forgot about that. And it's short-sighted because Adam's the one that gives you the referrals or I'll go deep, Something doesn't work out somewhere else and you're coming back to Adam, not saying Adam's going to be employing you again because you might have done him dirty. But the way you went out might have been so pleasant that there's pleasant trees coming back to you.
0: So Totally. Um, and just we have a little left, but like with Aaron's points, like obviously she's speaking a little bit from a personal experience. And so I don't know it and I have empathy to it. And I appreciate her chiming in here. That's that totally. to the whole point. Um, But yeah, it's a two-sided tree. You have to to be in a situation where you're rewarded for the hard, smart dedication and work. Um, And if you're not, I don't think like go start your own thing because being an employee and being an entrepreneur and running your own thing are just two very different things. But with one of the benefits of this current environment is the transparency and the referrals and the questions you can ask. You can find some pretty great places to work in today's market that are really going to take care of you and have empathy and treat you well. And if you really believe whether you're Aaron or somebody else, that like you got the goods and you got the work ethic and you are a growth mindset oriented and you're willing to do the work, then you should find the right team that you can contribute to because the sky's the limit for that kind of person. If you really are that way, I just think a lot of people think they are that way and then they're not. And a lot of them come in day one, like you just said, like, I just got a new job, day one, they're like, I'm here day one, but talk to me about work-life balance. I'm leaving here at five o'clock, I'm taking my hour lunch, and I'm just not doing more than you ask me. And if that's how you're thinking on day one, I just don't think you're gonna be successful.
1: I like this topic, I am at 1130, I wish had, I didn't, because I really like this topic.
0: We'll get back into I, it. We're we'll going, going to do it again. In.